All right, this is your boy JCF of The Profits Picks, and I got a few people I want to promote on today. Highlighting Nails by Imani. That is once again at nailsby.ymanii in Jonesboro, Georgia, 258 South Main Street, Suite F, Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236. Check out my daughter in Atlanta, Georgia. She is the best nail technician inside the 285 perimeter or outside of the 285 perimeter once again it is 258 south main street suite f jonesboro georgia 30236 she's open right now in the eastern standard time zone it is 12 over there right now and in this time zone bishops southern cuisine 10400 south post oak road suite e Houston, Texas, United States of America, Bishop Southern Cuisine at gmail.com. Once again, Bishop Southern Cuisine. Check him out even during the holidays. Shopneolife.com forward slash Forest Health. Once again, that is shopneolife.com forward slash my last name and the word health ran by the Mrs. Heavenly Hair, as well as the online beauty boutique.com. Check her out. Check me out. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at profits underscore picks is the Twitter handle. The profits picks 2019 is the Instagram handle. And I am at the profits picks at gmail.com. Arigato Joy, Arigato Joy at soundcloud.com. Check him out as well. Check us all out. We're one big happy family and get ready for the show coming up next. Prediction shows for this week in the NFL at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Have a great day, everybody, and stay tuned to the show coming up next. One. All right, good evening. Welcome back to yet another results show for this podcast show for yet another primetime NFL football game. As I sit here on a Sunday afternoon, December the 18th, 2022, I sit back and I relax for just a few more hours before it's time to go night night for work tomorrow. And I soak in Brady versus Burrow live. And with that being said, happy Sunday, everyone. Happy beginning of your week, your full week, your work week, my work week, depending on what type of schedule you have. My work week starts on tomorrow and I will work Monday through Friday of this week. And as every week has done this year, this week will fly by. It's officially Christmas week. And When the Buffalo Bills take out the all red unis, whether they're on the road or at home, the red jerseys with the red sleeves, the red pants with the red socks, we know that it's Christmas week. We know that it's holiday NFL games played on a day other, or in this case, a night or the other than a Sunday night, Monday night, or Thursday night. And this is the Saturday Night Football Results Show, ladies and germs. As I promised, a results show on Friday, a results show 
on Saturday night or Sunday afternoon when I got back home from church, a results show on Monday and a results show on Tuesday. And then all of those Christmas Eve games, 13 to be specific, as I will start predicting the winner in all of those later on this week. It is the first day of the week. It is the day of rest. Church was amazing today. Again, it never fails to not be amazing at the Well of Life Cathedral here in Houston, Texas. And once again, it is Sunday, December the 18th, 2022. This is the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Results show special. Saturday Night Football results show. It is approximately, I'll just go ahead and round up the time frame Right now on the East Coast, it is approximately 7 p.m. Atlantic Eastern Eastern Standard Time, even though it's only 6.55, it's actually 7 p.m. there by the time I go through all of the time zones and get the show set to give you the results of last night's game between the Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. It is 6 p.m. here. Good evening, East Coast. Good evening, Central Standard Time Zone. Welcome back to... A results show special, Saturday Night Football results show, 5 p.m. Mountain. Good afternoon to you Mountain Time Zoners and 4 p.m. Pacific. Good afternoon to everyone on the West Coast. Anchorage, Alaska, what's up? Welcome back to the Prophets Picks Football Podcast show results show series. And, of course, in Honolulu, it is 2 p.m. Hawaiian Standard Time, Aloha, Waikiki, Maui, Honolulu, as well as all of the Hawaiian Islands, the World War II Pearl Harbor Memorial. Welcome back to the Prophets Picks Football Podcast. And I was worried for a moment last night. I was worried for, for a moment. And just so that we're clear, uh, last night's game, that was a game in which if the Buffalo Bills won, I won, right? Because I did predict the Buffalo Bills to win that football game on last night against my Miami Dolphins 31-21. to That game last night was the third divisional game in only, uh, I believe it's five in week 15. And the week in the NFL... This week, week 15 in the NFL started out in started out divisional. It started out in prime time. Uh, I got that game right as well. That was the NFC West 49ers at Seattle winning the NFC West. My prediction there was right. Seven and eight. Now on Thursday nights tonight, Sunday night football, the Giants and the Commanders. As that will be a battle of the NFC East. We had a battle of the. Uh, AFC East last night, which is the reason for this result show. And we had a battle also of the AFC North on last night. I got that game incorrect. New Orleans won on today. Thank you very much. 21 to 18. My final prediction score was 28, 24. And after that, no more divisional games. Every game is either cross conference games or cross divisional games for Week 15. So only five divisional games in week 15. They're all ended already. Started on Thursday night. I got that one right. It continued on last night and late yesterday afternoon. I got the Baltimore and Browns game wrong. 
my prediction was Baltimore and uh, Cleveland, uh, 14 to 10 Baltimore winning on the road. And they got Tyler Huntley back, by the way, which I was not expecting him to play, but he did. And Deshaun Watson and company, as rusty as he is, 13 to 3. If the Browns can win with a rusty, dried up Deshaun Watson, imagine how good the Browns are going to be with a Deshaun Watson vintage playoff Deshaun Watson with the Houston Texans. Is anyone thinking about that right now? They're already scary with Nicholas Chubb. But when you add in Deshaun Watson playing at his elite level that he was playing at before he forced the trade and then ultimately as a result of that trade because the families of the person that sued Deshaun Watson civilly knows the owner and the family of the Texans and brought out all of the dirt that he was doing in the secret. That's why you can't do any dirt in the darkness because when you step out into the sh- into the spotlight and ask to be traded, they may not take it too kindly. So, And not only that, even if you're not in the spotlight, even if you're not a professional athlete or a singer, it's just good to do what's right all the time, 24-7. And I'm speaking from experience, trust me. But nevertheless, Cleveland Browns are going to be a problem, not just next year. They're going to be more of a problem next year, but they're already a problem right now. Because, again, Deshaun Watson is not 100% all the way back to where he was before going on the uh, suspension. And actually, before he went on the suspension, he just sat out, basically. And that was a mutual decision by the Texans and the Cleveland Browns. Because, I beg your pardon, not the Cleveland Browns, but it was a mutual decision by the Texans and uh, Deshaun Watson. Because nobody wanted him to play. Because of all the drama that he was going to bring forth. And he had to get that mess cleared up. So... Congratulations to the Browns, whether their guy was clean or dirty. And look, we're all human. We're all going to make mistakes. But the, the, the point of all of this is don't repeat the mistakes that you made before. Because if you do, you may not get that opportunity again to play in the NFL for an NFL franchise as a franchise quarterback. All right. That was my sermon for today, this Sunday fitting because it is Sunday and uh, then I go ahead and get into the results of last night's game. Um, I will give you the other results of the other games on tomorrow when I do the Sunday night football results show as I normally don't do a podcast show on Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening because I'm mentally preparing myself for work for the next day in the upcoming week and I'm laid back relaxing, but that's not going to be the case this Sunday or next Sunday. Next Sunday is Christmas, and I will be, in fact, doing a results show for next Saturday night's game between the Steelers and the Raiders, and that game is a rematch, a 50-year anniversary of the Immaculate Reception that catapulted the Pittsburgh Steelers into their great four Super Bowl championships during the the mid-70s. So I'll be doing a results show for that game on next Sunday afternoon. Sunday, next Sunday afternoon. It's going to be really easy next Sunday for me to do that. 
And I'll talk more about that later on during the week, not right now. For the sake of time, I do want to get back to this Buccaneers and Bengals game and play a little bit of catch up as I do um, every single Sunday. And I'm not complaining about that. Trust me. Um, God is first. Church is first. So that's the bottom line. Um, I picked the Chargers to win. Hopefully they will win. It is Sunday. Games are still being played live right now. Um, Denver is looking like they're going to pull that one out. I did predict that they would win their game. Um, New England, and it's funny, New England was behind, Denver was behind, Cincinnati was behind, and uh, the Titans and the Chargers were tied for a very long time in that game, and the Chargers just broke the tie um, not too long ago. So if Denver, New England, Los Angeles Chargers, and Cincinnati pulled through, that means Four four o'clock games in week fifteen. I went four and zero, so it's all up to the team that I predicted would win tonight to win their game on tonight. And immediately after I'm completed with this show, I will release the Sunday Night Football Prediction Show again, just a refresher, and I will release this one right behind that one. All right. If the Dolphins won last night, it was a win for me. I'm a Dolphins fan, but we all know I picked. Buffalo to win 31-21. So as I said at the top of the show, whether I whether the Buffalo Bills won last night or the Bills lost to my Miami Dolphins, it was a win-win for me. Yeah, I would have got another primetime game wrong, the first Saturday primetime game. And quite frankly, there's only going to be two Saturday primetime games again next weekend, Christmas Eve, and then, of course, last night. And that's it. No more Saturday NFL games. But I would have been okay with that. If the Dolphins made me to be out incorrect, would have been totally fine with that because I'm a Dolphins fan. But I predicted the Dolphins would lose. 31 to 21 was my final prediction. And the actual final score was 32 29. So once again, I said 31 21. I gave the Dolphins 20 plus points. I gave the Buffalo Bills 30 plus points. And Denver did, in fact, win. Thank you very much, Denver. And I was right. So four o'clock window is looking really good for me right now. It's looking like I'm going to go four. No, in that four o'clock window. As we get ready for Sunday night football. Seven to three at the end of the first quarter. There was no snow. The game got very interesting in the fourth quarter. Fourteen to ten at the end of the second quarter was a. Uh, was a 21 to 13 lead for the Buffalo Bills going into the half. Everybody was expecting snow, 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 snow. That's all we heard all week long. That's all I heard all week long. That's all I heard all day long. It started to snow at the end of the Ravens and Browns game, that so-called lake effect snow. And that lake effect snow stayed clear until... Midway through the third quarter. Which it didn't work out for the Dolphins because the Dolphins had 13 points in the third quarter and their defense shut the Buffalo Bills out. Dolphins played amazing. They forced turnovers. They forced interceptions. They made Josh Allen uncomfortable. But how long can you make him uncomfortable 
when he's playing at his home stadium. And then the snow starts to fall. And it fell fast. When it started snowing, there was no relenting on that snow. It was coming down. It was coming down hard. It was coming down fast. It was coming down nonstop. And it was 11 points for the Buffalo Bills in the fourth and final quarter of the game. And the Bills defense held the Dolphins to only a field goal. And that's what everybody was talking about when it comes to experience playing in snow weather. The Bills are, in fact, able to play in that weather. And they played perfectly in that weather. Miami Dolphins, they had a lot of problems playing out winter last night. When it started to snow and when it started to come down, they had a lot of issues playing in that weather. And you could see it. You could see it. You could see it. And 32 to 29 was the final score. Funny thing is, the Dolphins had 29 points for the final score. The Buffalo Bills had 29 first downs as a final for their first down total. The Dolphins had 29 points, but 20 first downs, 9 out of 20 through the air, 8 out of 20 on the ground. Buffalo Bills defense made three mistakes that awarded the Miami Dolphins offense three first downs. It was 14 third downs for the Miami Dolphins on last night, converting only five, one for one on fourth downs. They had to go for it, and they did. They converted it. 57 total offensive plays for 400 total offensive yards. That's rushing and passing, along with some special teams yards as well. Averaging 7.1 yards per play. Dolphins averaged more yards than the Buffalo Bills per play. Still didn't matter. Bills ended up winning anyways. 51 penalty yards on eight penalties for my Miami Dolphins. They didn't turn the football over. They didn't fumble. They didn't throw interceptions. Pretty good game overall for the Miami Dolphins. Snow or not. But you did notice a difference without snow on the ground. For the Miami Dolphins offense and defense. And you notice the difference with snow on the ground. And even though a lot of players on the Miami Dolphins football team. Has played in snow before. In other parts of the country. You've never done it as a Miami Dolphin. You get acclimated to that South Florida weather. You get acclimated to the year round tropical weather. Florida is close to the Earth's equator. It's close to the tropical climate. You get used to that. You get acclimated to it, especially if you've been on a team for more than two seasons. You're acclimated to it. Regardless of all that, Dolphins play pretty well in that weather. They also control time of possession 30 minutes and 7 seconds. Once again, Buffalo Bills won last night. The Bills go to 11-3 overall, 6-1 at home. Miami Dolphins go to 8-6 overall in the year. As their playoff postseason hopes start to diminish and dwindle just a little bit, especially with the New England Patriots winning their game right now. And it looks like they're not just going to win it right now. It looks like it looks like they're going to win it um, 24 to 17 as that is the score currently that could quickly change, though. Who knows? With that being said. Um, Buffalo Bills, once again, six and one at home. Dolphins go to three and five on the road, which is not good. Got to win if you're going to be on the road, especially in the postseason. Buffalo Bills right now, they're the number one seed. Miami Dolphins, 
fell to the number six seed because Baltimore lost last night. And then the Dolphins lost after Baltimore lost last night. All three road teams on yesterday lost their games. All three road teams. The Colts lost to the Vikings. Ravens lost to the Browns. Dolphins lost to the Buffalo Bills. Once again, two of those three games, divisional games. And um, the Chargers looking like they're going to play their way back into the postseason. Because two-minute warning, 14-7 at home. And the Titans right now, 7-6. Not only that, I told the Dallas Cowboys to watch out. Of course, they didn't listen to me. 23-20 was the final, or should I say was my prediction for the Cowboys to win that football game. And I happened to look up throughout church today, throughout service, and noticed 40-34 to 34 final overtime. Doug Peterson knows the NFC East. He knows the Dallas Cowboys. He knows Dak Prescott. He played against the Dallas Cowboys as the Eagles head coach. He knows the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott. I'm now kind of upset with myself and kicking myself that I didn't go with Jacksonville winning that game 28-23 instead. The Jags are getting better. Detroit won today. These are teams that historically have been horrible. And this year, these teams may not go in the postseason, go to the postseason, but they may end up being a huge problem next year, just like the Bengals were a huge problem last year. They're a huge problem this year, and they're consistent with what they're doing which is the most important part of this winning. You got to be consistent in it, season in, season out. 29 first downs for the Buffalo Bills on last night, 16 of 29 through the air, 9 of 29 on the ground. And then the Dolphins defense made four mistakes that awarded the Buffalo Bills offense four first downs, 14 third downs, 8 of 14 converted. That's over 60%, by the way. Bills didn't have to go for it on fourth down. Didn't need to go for it on fourth down. They did not go for it on fourth down. 0 for 0 on fourth down tries. 71 total plays for the Buffalo Bills. 57 for the Miami Dolphins last night. 446 total yards of offense, rushing and passing, and a little bit of special teams in there as well for the Buffalo Bills. Bills had 11 total offensive drives for 6.3 yards per play. Dolphins once again only had 10. And then the Buffalo Bills had 51 penalty yards, but one penalty less than the Miami Dolphins. Same amount of yards for both teams, seven for 51. Fumble lost. That was a fumble by Mr. Um, Josh Allen. And then that's it. Time of possession, 29 minutes, 53 seconds for your Buffalo Bills. All right. Box score as I get ready to close out this podcast show. Tua Tango Valoa 17 for 30, 234 yards passing, 7.8 was the average per completion. Two touchdown passes, no interceptions thrown. He was sacked twice last night for a loss of 17 yards, 54.3 quarterback rating, overall rating of 104.0. Josh Allen, 25 for 40. Normally, when the quarterback throws for 40 attempts or more, they're losing or they're coming back. Or should I say it's in a loss or is in a comeback effort, in this case last night, that's what Josh Allen was doing. He was trying to come back. The offense got 13 points in the third quarter. Buffalo Bills did not get squat in the third quarter. So it was a comeback effort. 
They had to go for two in the fourth quarter. They did. And then they got down the field at the end of the game, get the field goal, 32-29, and seconds ran out on the clock. 25 for 40 for Josh Allen last night. 304 passing yards, 7.6 was the average per completion. Four touchdown passes, no interceptions. He was sacked twice for only a loss of eight yards. 54.6 quarterback rating and overall rating of 119.2. Josh Allen also carried the football 10 times for 17 yards, averaging 7.7 per. Bills rushing as a team, 29 carries, 150 yards rushing, 5.2 was the average per. No rushing touchdowns. Raheem Mostert for the Miami Dolphins, 17 carries, 436 rushing yards. Are you kidding me? Average 8 yards per carry. Um, Salvan Ahmed, he had a rushing touchdown. He also... Average 7.2 yards per carry, 6 carries for 43 yards. Dolphins had 188 yards rushing themselves as a team on 25 carries, averaging 7.5 per. And once again, Salvin Ahmed had the rushing touchdown. The Dolphins traded blows with the Buffalo Bills blow for blow. But that was a real game where it was it was just really up and down the entire game, right? Buffalo Bills were up, then they were down. Dolphins were up, then they were down. Then when the Dolphins started to go down because of the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bills went up, just like the season with leading in the AFC East. And that game last night was the main game that the Miami Dolphins needed the most out of any game remaining on their schedule. They needed that game the most because you're going up against a team that you already beat at home earlier in the season, and you're going up against a team that's in your division, and that's the number one seed, not just in your division, but in the AFC. They had to win that game last night, but they, in fact, lost it. Now, Dolphins have to see the Patriots in their division. Happy New Year, January the 1st. The Dolphins have to see the New York Football Jets, final Sunday of the season. Happy New Year, January the 8th. Two more divisional games to come. Dolphins, frankly, they have to win out. They have to win out and they have to hope Buffalo loses. The receiving for both the Dolphins and the Bills. Jalen Waddle, three receptions, 414 receiving yards. 38 was the average per reception and receiving touchdown. Tyreek Hill, nine for 69. 7.7 was the average per. He had a receiving touchdown. Uh, Miami Dolphins, tight ends, wide receivers, halfback, fullbacks, and H-backs. Had a total of 17 receptions for 234 receiving yards, averaging 13.8 per, and two receiving touchdowns for the receivers, the Penguin, Jalen Waddle, and the Cheetah, Tyreek Hill. Buffalo Bills receiving. Dawson Knox, the tight end for the Buffalo Bills. Six receptions, 98 receiving yards, 16.3 was the average per reception. He also had the receiving touchdown. Dawson Knox, as a tight end, led all Buffalo Bills receivers in receiving yards on last night, as well as uh, receptions. Uh, Speaking of receiving wide receivers for the Buffalo Bills, Stephon Diggs had five for 60. Gabriel Davis had four for 56. The other touchdown passes and receptions came to uh, James Cook, Dalvin Cook's brother, and that's funny. Dalvin Cook won earlier in the afternoon to start the day off in the biggest comeback in NFL history, and his little brother ended the night winning in Buffalo. And he had a receiving touchdown last night as well. Uh, Quentin Morris, I believe he's like a fullback, H-back, tight end type of player for the Buffalo Bills. 
He had a 14-yard touchdown reception. And then the former Cincinnati uh, Baker Park, Indianapolis Colt, Naheem Hines, had a 10-yard touchdown reception. Josh Allen fumbled twice last night. He recovered one. Baker Park, he lost one. His offensive lineman, Spencer Brown, recovered one. Christian Wilkins recovered that first fumble that Josh Allen had. Tua Tagovailoa fumbled last night as well, but Durham Smythe, the tight end, recovered for him. So the game could have been a lot messier than what it was. Uh, Kadar Kohu, or Kehu, please forgive me for mispronouncing your name. Seven total tackles, seven solo, a pass defense. Miami Dolphins as a team, 67 total team tackles, 46 solo tackles, two sacks on Josh Allen. Four tackles for a loss, two passes defense, six quarterback hits for the Miami Dolphins defense, and no interceptions for the Dolphins secondary or the Buffalo Bills secondary. And the Buffalo Bills defense, Tremont Edmonds, eight total tackles, six solo. Matt Milano, eight total tackles, three solo. Half of a sack, a quarterback hit on Tua Tonga Baloa. Matt Milano, the most underrated linebacker in the NFL. He went to free agency, dipped his pinky toe in it, him and his agent realized he was not going to get what he was expecting he would get, what he thought he should get, what his agent thought he should get, what I thought he should get. And he returned to a really good situation, right? As long as you have Josh Allen, Mr. McDermott as the head coach, Mr. Bean as the general manager, and the Pagulas as owners, you better make a beeline to Buffalo, right? If you can't get into Kansas City. If you can't get to Miami, make a beeline, right, to Buffalo. And my uh, Buffalo Bills as a team, 53 total team tackles, 36 solo tackles, two sacks in the game on Tua Tonga Baloa, uh, three tackles for a loss, six passes defense, just like the Buffalo Bills, but beg your pardon, just like the Miami Dolphins, they had six quarterback hits, though. The Dolphins had six, Bills had six passes defense, excuse me, four quarterback hits on Tua Tonga Baloa, and once again, Buffalo Bills started out the night last night in first place in the AFC East as well as the AFC. And the Buffalo Bills ended the night last night, not just with the win, but in first place of the AFC East. And not only that, hurting the Dolphins in more ways than one. What ways are those? I'll give you the first one right now. Patriots played today. Patriots most likely are going to win today. Not only did the Buffalo Bills hurt the Dolphins and help themselves, but they knocked the Dolphins down the rung and they helped out the Patriots, whether they wanted to or not. They also helped out the Jets, but the Jets can help themselves out because the Jets lost them today. So Buffalo Bills, good game last night in the snow. You did what I predicted you were going to do, win at home in the snow. Once again, my prediction was Buffalo 31, my Miami Dolphins 21 in the third divisional game of five in week 15. Week 15 is still not over. Sunday night football tonight, NFC East 7-5-1 Giants versus 7-5-1 Washington Commanders in our nation's capital. First time in a while the Commanders have been on Sunday night football on NBC. And then tomorrow night, Rams and Packers. A game that, quite frankly, really doesn't matter all that much. Titans and the uh, Chargers are tied now at 14. And the Bengals leading 34-17. So, oh, wow. Raiders and Patriots are both tied now at 24. 
So it's looking like I'm going to be two for two in that four o'clock window. And that's why you shouldn't give the the scores, right? You can jinx yourself. I probably jinxed myself out of a perfect four o'clock window. With that being said, it's all good. I still had a good week in the NFL. I got more games right than I got wrong up until this point. As of right now, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven total games correct. And one, two, three games incorrect with the possibility of two more games being incorrect. And technically, if I get tonight wrong and tomorrow night wrong, possibility of four more games incorrect. The reason why I phrase it that way is because, again, I picked the Cardinals to win. I beg your pardon. I picked the Broncos to win 19 to 15 and they won with a final of 24 to 15. Told you guys I was feeling at 25 to 15. I told y'all that in the prediction shows last week and that final score 25 to 15 was Cincinnati at Tampa Bay. But uh, Bengals had other ideas in mind. They have 34 points right now. So they said 25 was not going to be enough for them. They had to get in the 30s. And uh tough year in Tampa. Funny thing is they still are the division leaders um, at the end of this afternoon. Because Tampa Bay swept the Saints this season. Saints are 5-9. and nine And Tampa is looking like they're about to be six and nine or six and eight or five and eight or whatever the freaking heck they are, they still lead the NFC South. Right now, Tampa's six and seven. looks like they're about to be six and eight. I also taught the Baltimore Ravens, watch out. The Bengals were coming. Just like the Dallas Cowboys didn't listen to me today about the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Baltimore Ravens didn't listen to me either about the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are going to be the number one team in the AFC North um, by the end of this day, because they're going to go from nine and four to 10 and four. And again, Ravens lost on last night. They're nine and five. So they have given up yet another lead in the North, yet another year in a row to the Bengals. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. So all of you people jumping up and down about how your team start first 10, 12 games of the season, with the exception of Philadelphia, I would suggest you go and take a seat because your team can fall by the wayside during the season and end up being the number one team no more when the last four games are scheduled to be played. This has been the Providence Fix Football Podcast Show Results Show Special Saturday Night Results Show. Dolphins 21, Bills 31, and the actual final score was Buffalo 32, Miami Dolphins 29, kicking a winning field goal in the closing seconds. No overtime was needed, everybody. Stay safe out there and stay tuned to the Prophets Fix Football Podcast Show for the remainder of this NFL season. It is officially a week from Christmas. It is the week of Christmas. It is Christmas week. Happy holidays, everyone. One.